Father, we thank you of Jesus. We give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. People of God, I, I don't know what your expectations are this week, but the Lord surely has something to do for us. And as I said, it is a week where we are going to have a lot of it has happened. A lot of it has happened. So you are going to have a lot of testimonies, that which you dreamt of, that which, that which you prayed for, God will cause it to happen. I want to give you, we want to pray based on the word. Hallelujah. Over here, we pray based on the word. So in the next 10 to 15 minutes, I'm going to give you a brief, you know, exhortation. And then we will stand on that word and pray. Amen. And stand on the word and pray. So pick your Bibles wherever you are. Pick your Bibles. Pick your Bibles right now. Open your Bibles to 2 Kings chapter 3. 2 Kings chapter 3. 2 Kings chapter 3. We will, I want you to just follow. When you open, just, I mean, um, follow me. We'll pick some readings and then we will continue from there. So let's read 2 Kings chapter 3, verse number 20. 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 20. 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 20. If somebody can post that scripture in our chat, that would be very good. That would be very good. Second Kings chapter 3, verse number 20. Alright, the Bible said, I'm reading from the NIV. The Bible said, the next morning, about the time for offering the sacrifice, there it was, water flowing from the direction of Edom. And the land was filled with water. The next morning, about the time for offering the sacrifice, there it was, water flowing from the direction of Edom. And the land was filled with water. So, the next morning, about the time for offering the sacrifice, it had happened. Water was flowing from the direction of Edom, and the land was filled with water. No testimony about land flowing with water. Let me give you a background how it happened. Many years ago, you know that when, when it comes to um, Israel, we have Samaria, we have Judah. Now, in Samaria, there was a king who was called Ahab. When Ahab died and, I mean, he, he left, he, his son became the king. His son was called Joram. Now, when Joram came to be, he became the king of Samaria, he did a lot of bad things. Of course, the bad things were not up to what his father did. But he did some bad things as well. The guy wanted to do this also at the same time. So, when the father was alive, there was a certain country called Moab that was supposed to pay, you know, some tribute to the people of Samaria. So, the Moabites were supposed to pay 100,000 sheep 
or 100,000 lambs, and then 100,000 rams. He, they were supposed to pay this tree to the king of Samaria, who was called Joram. But along the line, after Ahab had died, the king of Moab felt that he could, you know, um, deceive the system. And so he stopped paying the tribute to Samaria. He rebelled. Because of this rebellion, Joram, the king of Samaria, decided to go and fight the Moabites and then attack them for disobeying the, the tribute and the system that was already in place. So to do this, he called for the king of Judah, who was called Jehoshaphat. Because the two of them together were the people of God. So Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, joined Joram, the king of Samaria. And then they decided to go and attack the Moabites. Then when they were going, they realized that they will use a certain route. One of the routes they will use was through a certain nation called Edom. So they said they will also talk to the king of Edom to join them so that they will go and attack the Moabites. So they became three kings against one king. Now, when they went to every one of them came with their armies, their horses, you can imagine many, many human beings on board. They came together to go and wage war against the Moabites. Now, when they started their journey for seven good days, they were going and going and going and roaming about. Somewhere, somehow, by the time they had spent seven days on that trip, they realized that they did not have water anymore. In fact, all the water that they were drinking, the soldiers were drinking, it got finished. Even the water for the horses, the animals also got finished. In fact, everything got finished. And they did not know what to do. So Jehoshaphat said, is there any prophet around this area making an inquiry? Then somebody said to him, there is a certain prophet around this place. His name is called Elisha, the son of Shaphat. This man used to serve Elijah. In fact, he was the personal assistant to the Elijah, the prophet, who has already gone. So let us go to him. Maybe the word of God is with him. Then Jehoshaphat led the entourage and they came to the prophet. And because of the respect Elisha had for Jehoshaphat, the Bible said he called forth a minstrel that bring me a minstrel. Let them play the instrument. And as the instrument was played, the hand of the Lord came upon Elisha and Elisha spoke the word of God. Elisha declared, Thou sayest the Lord. Thou sayest the Lord. Elisha spoke, prophesied what was saying. And what did Elisha say? Elisha said only two things. Number one, this is what Elisha said. When you read the verse number 14, when you read the verse number 
14 downwards to 16. Elisha said, this is what the Lord says. I will fill this valley with pool of water. I will fill this valley with pools of water. For that saith the Lord, you will neither see wind nor rain, but this valley will be filled with water. You and your cattle and your animals will drink. For this is an easy thing in the eyes of the Lord. And number two, he said that the Lord would deliver Moab, your enemies, into your hand. Now, that is why we read verse 20. The Bible said that the next morning, about the time for offering the sacrifice, because every morning when they wake up, they offer sacrifice unto the Lord. So by the time they were preparing to go and offer sacrifice to the Lord, the Bible said that it had happened. It had happened that water was flowing from the direction of Edom. And the whole land and valley was filled with water. My God. My God. What does it mean? You see, by nature, every man is designed to be limited. Since the day of creation, since the day man or Adam fell, by nature, man is designed to be limited. You see, everything we depend on in this life is limited. You understand? The soldiers were very strong, but and they carried water with them. But some way, somehow, by the seventh day, the water was finished. So it means that Everything we depend on is limited. You see, by design, by default, our humanity is limited. No matter how powerful, how strong you are, there comes a time what you depend on will finish. Our bodies are limited. Our health is limited. Our sense of survival generally limited. Do you understand me? So, at the end of the seventh day, everything they depended on for life was finished. This is why we need a strong backup. We need a strong backup. Something that is higher than man. Something that is higher than the natural, which we call the supernatural. We need that because it is only that one which can sustain us as a backup when ever the turn on begin to fail us you understand so the prophet said it shall neither rain neither shall it be windy but there shall be water it means that the supernatural is not subject to the law of nature the supernatural does not subject to natural law the supernatural is not subjected to protocol it breaks protocol the supernatural breaks protocol the supernatural breaks natural law the supernatural does not you know is is not a victim of law of law and nature it is able to break protocol and cause things to happen i am here to tell you the prophet said it shall not that it shall neither rain nor neither shall it be windy 
but there shall be water. What does it mean? Ordinarily or naturally, water will only come when it rains. When it rains, then water will come. When it rains, then our valley shall be filled. But the prophet said, it shall neither be windy nor shall it rain. Yet the water will be available by tomorrow morning. What a prophetic word. And the Bible said, it happened. It happened. It came to happen. It happened exactly as the prophet said. It happened that by the next morning, the valley was filled with water. What the people didn't know was that our God is an expert of causing waters to come forth when there is no rain. You see, they forgot that in the days of Abraham and Sarah and his servant Hagar, when they were in the desert and coming from tests, God caused waters to gush out from the desert. Waters gushed out from the ground and it supplied water to the thirsty woman, mother and her son. And life was spared and they did not die, but they lived. They forgot that some time ago in the history of Moses, a time came when the Israelites were the same people, when they were in the desert and they did not have water to drink. God caused water to gush out from the rocks. So the rocks supplied water to them. This morning, I am speaking to you on what I've entitled supernatural supply. Supernatural supply. I don't know what you are looking for, but sometimes if we once we need something, we look at that thing where it is coming from. We begin to look at where the thing will come from. So somebody needs money and they look at their ankle. Somebody needs money, they look at their box. Somebody needs money and they look at where they think that thing will come from. So when the soldiers wanted water, they were expecting that the water will come from, the, from above, from the rains. But they forgot that God can cause water to come from below. So, whilst they were looking at above, God was looking at below. Whilst they were looking above, God was looking below. Because our God, you see, and looking below, below and above is opposite. Below and above is opposite, directly opposite. It means that God can cause things to happen even beyond what we expect. Where you are thinking that your miracle will come from, God can use another avenue. So this is why we need to leave the house to God and trust God that once God has said it, God can cause it to happen. So ladies and gentlemen, this morning, this is what I just want to share with you. God is speaking to all of us that he can cause waters to gush out from below. Don't always be looking above because God can cause it to come from below. Are we together? So, some people think that, oh, as for this family, from the way we are seeing things, this is the one who can give us, who can, who can take care of the family. But God can pick below and bring the person up. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. 
People think that in the family, because this one has attended university, has a PhD, has the he's called a professor, he's the one, only one who can really be of relief and help the rest of the family. But I'm telling you that don't only look above. Don't look above. It's, you will not see wind. You will not see rain. God can pick somebody from below and cause the one below to rise up and use the person for two days. I am here to tell somebody today that you shall neither see wind nor rain. We don't know how it will happen. But what we know is that it shall surely happen. Now, finally, before I end and we pray, how did the miracle happen? How did it happen? Remember that the prophet said, That saith the Lord, You shall neither see wind nor rain, but the valley shall be filled with water. So, it means that the source of this miracle was the word. The word of God that was spoken was the source of the testimony and the miracle. As long as we hold on to the word, the word will produce miracles, signs, and wonders in our lives. This morning, this is the word of God to somebody listening to me. What are you using God for? What are you believing God for? The Lord said I should tell you that this week, in fact this day, today, if you hold on to his word, the God of possibilities shall cause things to happen. Where everybody says the door is closed, God can cause doors to open. Where everybody says you are not qualified, God can cause you to be qualified. Where everybody says you are too weak and you are too small, you are too young, God can use the younger things to even do mighty things. Where everybody says you don't have the money and everything around shows that there is no money, there is no wind, there is no rain. How can he get water? But the Lord said, where there is no way, he is the God that can make a way where there is no way. I am here to tell somebody, that when it comes to supernatural supply, God does not look at protocol. God does not look at logic. God does not look at system. He is the God who can supply our needs without following logic. He is the God who can supply our needs without following protocol. He is the only one who breaks protocol yet keeps order. He is the only God that breaks protocol but does not cause disorder. What a God we serve. And so this morning, I want to charge you. I want to encourage you. I want to inspire you by the word of the Lord that don't give up. Our God is still a worker of miracles. He is still in the business of supplying our needs supernaturally. What are you in need of? What is your need? What are you trusting God for? This morning, as we are about to pray, there will be a miracle. There will be a testimony. There will be a miracle. By the time you wake up tomorrow morning, you will neither see wind, you will not see rain, but the valley shall be filled with water. By tomorrow morning, 12 hours from now, you will see that the Lord has caused that miracle to happen. The Lord has caused that testimony to happen. The Lord has caused that breakthrough to happen. The Lord has caused that dream to manifest. It shall happen exactly as the Lord has said. Hallelujah. 
I declare over your life, as the Lord did for the people of Israel, so I declare over you, as you begin, I declare whatever you are trusting God for, whatever you need, may God cause a supply to be made in the name of Jesus. May God cause a supernatural supply in the name of Jesus. I trust in God for a breakthrough, for an open heavens, for a testimony, for a miracle. I decree and declare as we have prayed, so shall your miracle appear. So shall your breakthrough appear. So shall your miracle appear. I speak over your life in the mind name of Jesus. As we begin this day, I release your breakthrough. Let there be supernatural supply. Supply for every need. Supply for your healing. Healing for your body. Financial miracles. Breakthroughs everywhere. Receive the anointing to preach the word and the power, the oil for ministry. In the name of Jesus, oh, Makoli Bahaya, declare over your life because you have prayed Expect a breakthrough because you have prayed that shall happen that you will give a testimony by tomorrow morning a 24-hour miracle. The next morning they had received a breakthrough. I declare over your life, receive a 24-hour miracle, receive a 24-hour breakthrough, receive a 24-hour miracle, receive a 24-hour breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Amen. Give you honor and glory.